This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I randomly found a post about me that was written a couple months ago, and someone claimed that it was pure luck that allowed me to get into the tech industry. I'm going to show y'all that it's not just pure luck that you need to get in tech industry and that it is truly hard work, but also learning the right way. So let's get into this right now. So I'm going to read y'all the blog post. I'm going to put the link in the description below. And I totally understand this person's frustration and where they're coming from when they wrote this post um, referencing how I got lucky and it was pure luck I got in. And unfortunately, a lot of people won't get into tech and that's just fact but let's just go into this right now so i'm gonna put the link in the description below if you want to check this out but here you go so this is what this person says um the title of this blog post or this post on reddit is the sad reality no one tells you about learning to code on your own this is a good topic should i make this a topic the title of this podcast episode this is a good one the sad reality no one tells you about learning code on your own and this is what this person wrote i started learning to code in 2017 I'm a woman in my 30s. I learned HTML, CSS. So 2017, by the way, how many years ago was that? Um, about five years ago. So she started learning code about five years ago. So she's a woman in her 30s. I learned HTML, CSS, and JavaScript and created some projects and created my portfolio website, which is amazing, and applied for jobs, didn't get any. In 2019, she got depressed and burned out. And then in result, she stopped. So she learned code in 2017, 2018, but in 2019, she stopped. She learned code for two years. All right. And then look what she says. Next, in 2020, I got back into coding, but I forgot everything I learned and had to study again. So understandably, this person was stressed out, learning code for two years. And it's not easy. After learning code for two years, couldn't get a job, gave up. Well, what happens when you don't continue applying what you learned in tech, what tends to happen is that you forget, right? Now, I myself, I myself have been in tech for about seven years. I was a front-end developer for three to, for four to five years, right? I've been a back-end developer for two years now. And I forgot everything I've learned. I mean, I didn't forget everything, but I forgot a lot about what I learned. Like, if I had to go back to front-end development, become a front-end developer again, I'd have to relearn all the uh, CSS. I still remember a lot of HTML CSS, but there's new CSS libraries that came out that I don't use. There are new things in JavaScript, new libraries. I, React.js, I mean, I, I've i worked with a little bit of React.js. I wasn't good at it because I mainly work with Svelte.js, but now there's Next.js that I've never worked with, right? There's um, the Motion Framework, all these different things that came out from development that I'd have to learn. But a lot of the basics I forgot because I don't use it no more. So the thing is that when it comes to knowledge, for example, even if it's something as simple as math, is that when you learn something like math and you don't use that math that you've learned for years, what will happen? You forget it. I learned Spanish. I was really good at it. I did it for two years in high school. When I graduated high school, never spoke a word of Spanish ever again. I forgot everything. And that tends to happen, right? So I I, I understand where this person's coming from and why they're frustrated. But yeah, so they, this person said they forgot everything they've learned. So yeah, so, and, and to read the sentence again, in 2020, I got back into coding, but I forgot everything I've learned and had to study again. And so in 2021, I guess she learned everything again in 2020. Now in 2021, she added more projects, 2022, and this is what she said. 
I realize enough is enough. I am not lucky enough to be accepted by someone to give me a job. I wasted all these years realizing that luck and location matter. Now, to be honest, I'm sad to read this. All right, It hurts to read this because I can only imagine what they felt when they wrote this five months ago. To be honest, I even think I know who this person is because this person left a lot, potentially left a lot of comments on my videos. I read all of her comments, especially when she said she's a girl, a woman. I think I might know it is because there's someone I know who was learning code for years. It wasn't even in comments. It was on Twitter. This person would respond to a lot of my Twitter posts on Twitter, right? And so I feel bad. And so one thing I want to point out is that she does say here, I'm not lucky enough to be accepted by someone to give me a job. Now, I think it's important for me to say that luck has a lot to do with a lot of things. Luck has a lot to do with people succeeding in anything in general, being at the right place in the right time. Yeah, I was definitely lucky to get a job in literally three months. That's not normal. And that doesn't happen to probably 99.9% of the people who are learning code right now. But I do want to say that it's not because of luck that I am, that I am where I am today. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. But when it comes to software engineering, I think it's important to understand, yeah, it does take a lot of work. Now, this person did give up after two years. I probably would have too, to be honest. So I was very lucky to get a job pretty quickly. But when you give up, it really backtracks you. If you forget everything, you have to learn it all over again, right? And then this person learned everything. It took them, I guess, a year to learn everything they learned. The Adam Ward project in 2021 and 2022. This year, it seems like they actually gave up. And unfortunately, they did, I guess. I, that's sad. But I think what I want people to be able to understand when to, just to learn from this is that it's not just luck that allows you to get in tech, but I think more than, any, more than anything, it's consistency and discipline where it's not just about getting that job right away because it's not going to happen. I know someone who took four years to get their first tech job, five years. They're a developer now. They're a JavaScript front, junior JavaScript developer now. And imagine if this person gave up two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, a couple months ago. They wouldn't have gotten their first tech job. Now they got their first tech job. They got the foot in the door. It took them a lot longer. But so what? They got in. When it comes to software engineering or to what my primary audience or what I focus on is front-end development. Is that to become a front-end developer, this is what you need. HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. Learn the basics, foundation. Learn React, learn Next.js, things you got to learn later, learn Tailwind CSS eventually, learn how to work with APIs, GraphQL uh, is very popular in now, Apollo, um, learn the Fetch API, just the basics, and then start learning potential lead code questions in JavaScript. I mean, it's kind of a must now. You start interviewing. There is honestly a track that you can take, a path to get into tech. If not self-teaching, then coding bootcamp. If not that, then go to college. The thing is, though, if you don't stick to a particular path, if you learn and you stop, if you learn and you stop, it's taking too long. And understandably, I could see why people give up. It's very difficult. <sighs> Consistency and discipline to just keep learning and not just learning just to get that job right away, but learning to learn. Learning to build. And I think that is the best way to get your foot in the door. Now, to be honest, I want to say this out straight up. 
Just to be frank with y'all. Coding isn't for everyone. It is a very difficult job. I wish I can say it's for everyone, and it's not. It's very stressful. It's a lot of learning. Even I struggle a lot that people don't know about. I struggle a lot when it comes to coding to this day. Because I'm, I'm working on back-end development now, I have dyslexia, so it's harder for me. So it isn't for everyone. That's true. But how do you know if it's not for you if you give up? Right? Um, there is a, a lot of logic that's necessary as well to be a software engineer, but that stuff can eventually be learned. But if you give up, then I guess it really wasn't meant for you, right? Now, I want to keep going on on this post that she wrote. And she also said this, I wasted all these years realizing that luck and location matter. Now, being in the right location, true, does matter. Luck definitely helps, right? But we live in a remote world right now. Almost every developer I know, most of the developers I know work from home. There are a ton of remote jobs out there. Right. So I feel bad for this person. I feel terrible for her. But I think another skill that we do need, and I want to add this. And that's why I love doing these podcasts because now I have a long format video that I can just talk about things that allow me to open up to y'all without trying to make it as entertaining as possible in 10 minutes like I do on my main channel. But it isn't just technical skills that get you the job. Please understand that. It isn't just technical skills. And it's not just being good at leak code. It's not being a master at JavaScript. It's also people want to work with you, right? And what I mean by that is the ability to sell yourself during interviews. And that's something I think I'm very proud of in regards to myself. Being able to sell your value to a company during interviews is so important. When I'm at a company, my number one goal on every interview I have and every company I've ever interviewed at was to come out of the interview where I made them like me, <laughs> where, where when I'm in interviews, unless it's a technical interview, that's totally different. Time just flies by where it feels more like a conversation than them interviewing me, but I'm doing the same thing. I'm interviewing them, getting to know them in a team, totally different. And when, when you build that natural conversation, that natural, like a small, tiny bond with whoever's interviewing you, what happens is that, okay, they like you a little bit more. Then compared to everyone else who tries to not build, have a little bit of that really good small talk, those soft skills, there's a higher chance that I might get hired. But of course, I need to have the technical skills as well, right? So being a software engineer isn't just about having technical skills, but also soft skills. That's very important. Very, very important. And I think that's what's given me an edge over my career in tech, to be honest. It's not even that I had a YouTube channel. It helps. But it's the soft skills that matter so much. Being able to build trust with that person on point is very important. So let's continue. Okay, I'm not going to read this whole thing, but this, this is what else the person said. If you see videos like Krishan, who got a web dev job after three months, don't be fooled. That's survivorship bias. We only hear stories from people who succeed and find a job in tech because they are the only ones speaking. Krishan got so lucky. You may not get that lucky. You may fail miserably like me. Again, I feel terrible for this person that they failed in the first place. I never sold. I mean, I I, I, mean, I have said in the past, all right, I'm not going to lie. If I did it in three months, then you can too. And it's true. If I did it, you could potentially do it too. 
I never said it was easy. And I never said it'll happen to everyone. And in regards to what they said about don't be fooled. It, correct me if I'm wrong, but it kind of feels like this person was pointing out how they thought they should get a job like that. Doesn't happen to everyone. Some people will get a job in a couple months. And I've seen people who got a job in a weekend, which is kind of crazy. Really crazy. And he's doing pretty well right now. He lives in Florida. Um, I know people who got a job in nine months. I know a lot of people who got a job in over a year, close to two years. A lot of them. I know quite a few people who got a job after two years. I know some people who got a job in six months. Everyone has their own path in the tech. And one thing I please want y'all to not do is never compare yourself to me. My path in the tech is very unusual. My growth in my career is very unusual. The way I grow my career, and again, I have a brand, I have social media, I have skills that companies want. I have talent in speaking and storytelling, which is what I do in DevRel, which is what I work in develop relations now. I have that. But don't compare yourself to me. Yo, like, all right, and, and, and I'll, let me speak from the heart. I remember people who became a developer a year after me. Their first job paid 90K a year. Their second job paid them $120,000 a year. When they shared it with me, I was so jealous. I never shared it with anyone. I was jealous. This person was an Angular JavaScript developer, and they're killing it now. I haven't spoken to them in years, but I remember seeing that like, dang, that's not fair. My first job paid me 45K a year. My second job paid me 70K a year. My third job paid me 85, 80, 85K a year. Then my fourth job paid me 180K, right? And now I make much more, but like, it took me what three jobs four jobs to be able to at least pass or reach the level of what my friend was able to do in one year <laughs> but my path was different and I have no regrets in the path i took everyone's path in the tech into what to determine success is in the life is very different so please don't compare your path to mine how you get in tech compare don't compare to how i get into tech how i grow in tech I am not the best developer in my company. I never consider myself to be the best developer in every team because I focus more on storytelling and content while everyone else focuses more on being better technically, right? So I took, I went a different route, went a different path, and that helped, that benefited me in the long term. That was a risk though. Who would have known that developer relations will be popping as much as it is now, right? And then she says, we only hear stories from people who succeed and find a job in tech because they are the only ones speaking true. But those are the people that people look for on YouTube on social media, on TikTok, on Instagram, you name it, on Twitter. People want to find the people who beat all odds, who were part of that group, who shouldn't have succeeded, who didn't even have a degree, who are doing well now. We want to find those people so we can see how they did it, to encourage us, to help us do it, to see what mistakes they made so we can learn from their mistakes and do better than them. How much would I love it when every person who watches me, who follows me, succeeds and does better than me in tech? How much would I love that? I would love that so much. That is why those people are, are easier to find on social media. Because those are the people that people are looking for. I started YouTube. Why? Not because I just felt like I had to share it with the world. I started my YouTube channel because for months when I was learning code, I, I, I was in the vlogs. I watched Christian Guzman. I watched Gary Vee. You name it, right? Um, Casey Neistat, all of them. And I was trying to find a vlogger who vlogged their life as an engineer and I couldn't find anyone 
zero people. I was the first one to do it. I'm assuming because I found no one else. And I'm assuming, I honestly, I was the first one to do it. I was, a, wow, that's crazy. I was the first one to vlog my life as a software engineer on YouTube in tech. And that's why I did it because I wanted to be the person that I couldn't find that I wish I can follow that I wish I could, where I could, where I wish I can learn from their mistakes as well. And that's why I started YouTube. I didn't think my channel would be where it is today. I didn't think I'd sign these 15, 16, 18, thousand dollar brand deals i didn't think i'd be making this much money from just youtube i didn't think that youtube would ever pay me more than tech and i make a lot in tech right but i did to help people and i got here and these are the people that people are looking for so why are these the only people that are speaking it's because these are people are looking for and then last but not least chris got so lucky you may not get that lucky you may feel miserably like me number one yes luck helped i did not get here because of luck when I was learning code as a executive assistant before I became a dev on my first job, I was sneaking learning code during the job, during my work hours to the point I almost got fired because I almost got fired is why I applied to jobs and got a job like that. But I, that wasn't the only job I had. I was working as a tutor at Kumon. Okay. On top of that, I was very active on my church. I was at seven Bible studies. Okay. I was at seven Bible studies a week. Also church on Wednesday, also church on Sunday, also uh, in Bible studies on Saturday. Seven days a week, though, at Bible studies. While working a full-time job, while working a second part-time job. I don't talk about this, and I should. I was living paycheck to paycheck. I remember wondering what I'd eat the next day. I remember calling my mom, asking her for money, even when she had no money, to help me out. All right, and I remember this. I remember this, and I don't talk about this a lot. It wasn't luck that allowed me to get my first job. It was even when I had every excuse to not learn code, I still learned code. When I had every excuse to, I need to sleep nine hours a day, instead I slept three and a half hours a day to learn code, even when I was still working my first job for literally one year. Which probably explains my uh, my dark eyes. <laughs> I got that first job because I didn't allow any excuses to stop me from learning code. I got that first job because of this. Rather than waiting to be the best and master at JavaScript out there, rather than waiting to be job ready, rather than waiting for a job to come to me and for someone to give me that opportunity, I went out and searching. Rather than waiting six months, nine months, one year, two years to get my first job, which I originally thought of doing, I just started looking for a job in three months. I found that job. Yes, someone gave me the opportunity, but I found that job. I called that company. I asked to speak to the CEO. I spoke to the CEO. The CEO asked me to come into the company building Saturday. He was 30 minutes late to our interview. I could have left within those 30 minutes. I didn't leave because I wanted to keep waiting. I wanted to keep hoping. I didn't want to waste this opportunity. What if I could get a job in three months? That would be so amazing. I can't wait to share that in the world. I waited. The CEO came. I gave him my presentation on the website I built. Told him what I can do, what I want to do. I got the job. That wasn't luck. That was not luck at all that brought me to where I am today. And where I am now, <laughs> even on my birthday, when I'm here in the Philippines, I worked on YouTube. Not my actual 9 to 5 because I was on vacation. 
even when I'm on vacation, I'm not on vacation. I still work. Why? The same work ethic I had before that allowed me to get into tech is the same work ethic I have right now. Except now I work harder than ever and more than I ever had before. That's how I got here. And it wasn't luck. If you really want it, if you really want to get in tech, you'll do whatever it takes and you will not allow anything to stop you. Now, I, I, I'm not mad at this person at all, right? Whoever wrote this. I think I know who it is. I'm going to try to reach out to her. I feel so bad because at the end of this post, um, she says this. If you live in Canada, self-taught will not work. Here, they will only give you a chance for your college or university student. I don't know much about Canada. I don't know if that's true. After feeling worthless and rejected all these years while contemplating suicide oh, and the severe depression that this coding has caused, I'm quitting now. Now, this is one thing I could relate to. I have major depressive order, disorder. I bought my dog, my small dog, my poodle, my tiny poodle years ago for a reason. I want to tell you this. I'm not going to iterate the word she said. But I'll tell you this. I am alive today because of my dog. I could tell you I can relate to how she feels for different reasons. But if she did feel that, then I'm honestly I'm probably glad that she did quit. So this person went through a lot. We all go through a lot. Maybe quitting was the best for her. Um, if, and if this was you, if you're watching this right now and you made it to the end, I'm so sorry that you went through that. Please reach out to me. We'll do a video chat. Let's talk. I'll do whatever I can to help you out. If you want to vent, if you want to yell at me, do it. We'll talk. And I'm sorry for what you went through. But for everyone out there, it's not just luck. I worked so hard and I kept working and kept learning until an opportunity came up. And when the opportunity came up, I took that opportunity and I did not want to let anyone else take that opportunity away from me. That is why I'm here today. So is luck what you need to get a job in tech? No. Now, yeah, true. Being in the right situation. Sure. Right. If you live somewhere where there are literally no tech jobs, then it's impossible. But is there a way? Yeah. Is it luck? Not just luck. It's a lot of freaking hard work. I'd say probably 5%, maybe 10% luck, 90% freaking hard work. Anyway, this episode's really long. I didn't mean to make this 25 minutes long, so I'm going to end it right here. Anyway, thank you all for watching. Please let me know your thoughts in the comment section below. And if you made it to the end, please let me know. All right. I love you all. I'll see you all later. Peace out.